0: Thank you, worship team. Give it up for the worship team. What a morning of worship. Welcome to Sunday morning church service. As you can see, it's uh, set up a little different. It is Sober Soldiers Takeover Sunday, and we're going to begin this just as we do every Thursday night. My name is TJ Vasquez, and I'm in recovery. And by placing God in recovery first in my life, I have three and a half years today. Welcome to the Sober Soldiers live recovery meeting. We are not affiliated with any 12 step program. The difference is we are not a program. We are a family. We believe God and recovery come first and recovery can be found in various ways. We have, no, we don't want to go to announcements. We have no announcements. (laughs) Our our meetings are shared on Facebook Live for those unable to attend in person. If you do not get the opportunity to share during the meeting, please feel free to jump on the group page and share on the live event are on the page everyone's recovery is valuable to this recovery family recovery is not a one size fits all please speak into the microphone so the people online can hear if you choose not to share please at least share your name and recovery time so we can get to know you we are we here in the sober soldiers community celebrate every day as a victory as you can see we keep a chair in the center of the room for those who are out there still sick and suffering and their family members that are suffering along with them Praying one day, they find that chair. A moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Again, we wanted to set this up and um, open it up just like we do on Thursday nights. For the people that don't get a chance in the church, the people that don't have not been to a sober soldiers meeting, just to kind of give you guys a feel for what has happened in this church, in this room, inside these four walls for the past three years without missing only maybe one Thursday due to a snowstorm. Sober God has blessed and moved mountains in my life to put me into this position to go out and, and bring the broken into this room, into this church, into this recovery family. Um, I heard a quote last night, and I just feel like this quote kind of fit in with it. Um, so, and I wrote it down. So, um, Cody and I talked about this morning, we wrote it down. The quote is, if a church lives inside its own four walls, it's not a church at all. The church is a mission of a gathering of people. The four walls doesn't define a church. Where are the walls? Where are the walls at in Scripture. We're called to be a gathering of believers on a mission. If we're not on that mission, we're not a church. I believe believe God has placed this recovery family um, together to go out there. We are called to be fishers of men. We go out there and we we bring in the broken. We bring in the hurt. We bring in the addicted. Um, It is our job to show them God in recovery. It is our church job to show them loving God and people better. Um, I know for me, uh, we do, in Sober Soldiers, we do a topic meeting. So th- this mic is going to go around the room. It is going to find you, and we're going to share what go- mountains God has moved in your life. I know before I pass the mic, I do want to talk about a few mountains God has moved in my life. I never thought only by the grace of God I'd be sitting here in this church. Many of you know me um, from being in this church majority of my life. And, and probably could never fathom, matter of fact, Jacob, wherever he is, uh, he mentioned that this morning. Like, um, I'm here only by the grace of God. I'm not the best speaker in the world. I'm nothing special, but I'm chosen by him to bring God in recovery to this community. And with Sober Soldiers doing that, we have over 5,000 members on our page. We're in 43 other states. We are in 18 countries. We have... God has placed us in a position to bring a strong, strong recovery to Des Moines, Iowa, to West Des Moines, Iowa. We as Sober Soldier family do not just stay in these four walls. We go to Prairie Ridge. We go to CFR. uh, Other people attend other home churches. We are a, a, a community of believers trying to show people God, trying to show people by placing God in recovery, they can have exactly what we have i'm truly been blessed in my life you know i i get to be my daughter's life now this woman has prayed for me many many years and on thursday nights she is in this room every thursday night still praying for this recovery family god has brought me a beautiful wife who has brought me along spiritually and in communication with him uh, a brother that started this opportunity three years ago when we were uh in prelude um And the very first Thursday night, this shirt was made, and that's why I wore this shirt tonight. Like, God has moved mountains, and God is building a recovery puzzle. I'll say it over and over. And God is showing up and showing out for this Sober Soldiers recovery family. And we are blessed to give people the opportunity um, to help 7 to 10 guys out in our recovery home. And as we bring those people from our recovery home, whether they come join us for church or they go to experience their home church, majority of them will come to this church. And it is our job as a church to show them loving God and people better and grow our church and grow this house and go out in the community and share God's love with everybody. Thanks for letting me share.
1: Thanks, Mr. Vasquez. <clears throat> hey, everybody. I'm CJ Vasquez, and I'm in recovery. 25 and a half years this year yeah. in recovery yeah. Woo. and uh i can say that i needed sober soldiers i needed um you know the pandemic uh wasn't kind to me and uh and i needed sober soldiers but what i needed more for sober soldiers, i didn't know at the time when it when i found it when i found tj and just like uh, my journey has been sober soldiers uh Foundation of prayer, and because of the prayer of you guys, um, you know, I'm here today. Uh, yes, I'm here today, and you know, another year clean, another year in recovery, another year, um, you know, stronger than ever. Uh, <clears throat> and it's because of your prayers. You know, the mountains. You know, TJ was talking about the mountains that were moved because of prayer. I believe that the uh, that God gets the final word, and He used you guys, and use me to show the world that he gets the final say. You know, I had a a softball-sized tumor. Everybody prayed. Like, who who you surround yourself with matters. And because of all your guys' prayers, all of Sober Soldiers' prayers at every event, um, you know, TJ had a vision the night before surgery that this cartoon character of Jesus was holding back the cancer. And uh, after my surgery, when I woke up, that is exactly what they found. They found in the lymph node uh, a cancer that was contained, just like Jesus said in his dream. And I believe that is because of the friends I have today, because of this, yeah. because of this yeah. church. You know, all I had to do—I didn't have to have chemo. The you know the surgeons, the tumor board, everybody said that it was metastasized. It was this bad news. Like, act fast, do this, and um, because of. Um, God placed in my life as my husband advocated for me and he said let's take a step back this is not right this is not what the facts are saying adding up nothing's adding up and so we did and we did surgery and by the grace of God I'm here and healthy and I promise a, a healthy life like I know that God has redeemed and saved me and it's because I could come here to this church and feel the love and the foundation is prayer you know, just like in the Bible, I think of when you look up recovery in the Bible, you'll find it in First Corinthians, and Paul talks about the Stephans who were the fruits of the labor, and we are the sober soldiers is the Stephans. We are the fruits of West Des Moines Open Bible. We are all the prayers that have been answered. We are going out there, and we are chasing, and we are one body. We are taking everything that Duane instilled in us, everything that Grams has instilled of us, and everybody in this church, and we are going out there and loving people well because of the way that we've been loved well in this church. And we thank you for this opportunity, and I'm packed with
2: I'm Cody, I'm recovery. And I'm two days behind TJ, so that would make me three years, five months, and 20-some-odd days. Uh, and the goal is to never have to, uh, never, never have to surpass him. I always stay right there, you know. And um, uh, that's very, very important to me uh, to always maintain my sobriety. And it happened right here in, in West Des Moines Open Bible. It happened at CFR. It happened at all these places that I continually go back to. Um, but the encouragement c- comes from right here. I remember the first time we had this this conversation about having, a, a, you know, bringing the in-person meeting here during COVID and sitting downstairs in the room with, with Andrew and feeling like um, feeling like I had to prove myself. Nobody knew me from this town. Nobody knew who I was. Everybody's seen me at church a couple times. And then uh, uh, I had all these notes out and all this really good word play. And I was like, yeah, he's gonna buy this. And I sat down and I just told him like, this is our idea. And he's like, let's go. That's <laughs> just, I didn't have to sell nothing. And he knew it was pure. He knew uh, he knew what it was, lo- What he knew it was God. He knew what it was looking like. Um, and the only other thing that I really have to share today, and I don't know if anybody experienced this, but I experienced a crazy amount of clarity today during worship, and I felt that I felt God in the room. Mm-hmm. And this is the clarity that I received uh, after the conversation with TJ this morning, um, talking about uh, you know the church not having four walls, the church being here and there and everywhere. Hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 Grams, that's for you. <laughs> got her. Um, the clarity that I received today was uh, uh, the basis of my addiction was a self-inflicted thought that I didn't belong anywhere. What I've gathered over the last three and year, three and a half years of my life of allowing God to consume me is that I'm made in His image. It's not that I don't belong anywhere, it's that I belong everywhere. I'm supposed to go here, I'm supposed to go there, I'm supposed to go here, I'm supposed to save this person, I'm supposed to give all of me to all of you in order for you to give all of you to all of everybody else. And that's what a family does for each other. Thank you.
3: My name's Tonya and I have 62 days clean today. has moved some mountains for me I used to be that girl that sat in the back of the classroom and wouldn't speak to anybody um, now <laughs> um, by the grace of God uh, I put myself into treatment I was tired of being sick and tired you know um, I got my kids back today um, I get to go I know I get to go to CFR tonight and, and talk so I'm super excited but a little nervous um, and, uh, you know, for 22 years, my dad was killed in a horrific car accident due to a relapse. And uh, for 22 years, I used that as my crutch to fall back on. And I ain't doing that no more. I'm using it as a positive, um, just uh, positive for me to turn around and tell my story to everybody and, in hopes that I can help someone, you know, that struggles with the same thing that I struggled with, the questions of why um, I'm forever grateful. Um, you know, I prayed and prayed and prayed for years that I would find a church and here I am today. So, um, God is definitely working in my favor. So with that, I'll pass.
4: I'm Shane Morgan. I'm a child of God in recovery. Um, a little bit about my God's done for me. (laughs) I've got pages. Um, man, Let's just go back 10 months ago, 24-year uh, addiction, man, I couldn't, couldn't beat it, couldn't, couldn't do anything about it, uh, sitting in a jail cell, facing 16 years, DHS just coming into my life, my son was born, not, you know, shortly before that, DHS came in, split our whole family up, said I was a worthless father, um, worthless husband to my, my wife, you know, no good, um, this and that, got down on my knees in a jail cell. And for once, uh, made that promise to God that, uh, I I will live for you and and I, and I fully will do that. And so, um, um, so since then, um, I got out, you know, I did my treatment and got in with Cody and TJ and his lovely wife, CJ. And, oh, is that, oh, I was so confused. Um. But no, uh, me and my brother TJ, you know when you meet somebody, man, and you know that you're just going to love somebody forever? That was, that was TJ to me, man, when I first met him. Cody as well, sorry. But um, no, God came in, man, and as, as we were split away from our home, kids taken away, taken to foster care, um, I was at that rock bottom, and that's where I met my rock at the bottom. And um, man, he took me, and it's kind of like a, a Genesis 50-20 story to me, like everything that has been bad in my life for the last 24 years, um, that was meant evil for me, that was that was meant no good for me, has turned that around, uh, all the way around, and made it for good and for His glory, and and now I'm able to go in into places in Missouri, in Kansas, in in Iowa, and share my story of what God has done in my life, and how we can recover. And, you know, getting to go into all these treatment centers and, and to speak with other men on, uh, you know, what God in recovery really looks like. You know, when you really put your faith and your trust into something and how all of a sudden it's like supernaturally your life starts getting better. You know, so, so now let's fast forward. Um, me and my wife are, are back home. Um, this week has been a, a very victorious week. Um, our kids came back home for good, permanent, um, reunified. Re- not not just reunified, but so restored, man. Everything is on such a better foundation now because my kids see peace in the home. My kids see me and my wife praying over each other. They see us praying over our food. They see us praying over them. My my kids have become more prayer warriors. Sometimes than me. Sometimes I love watching their little childlike faith, how they pray. I'm like, man, he just outdid me. You know, like. <laughs> But, um, and, and it's such a restoration that I've never believed would have happened. And, you know, now that DHS, you know, put me in this, like, oh, you, you know, terrible father. Now I'm uh, not just a, a facilitator of a fatherhood program teaching other men how to be fathers, but uh, now I'm in the lead lead position of that and teaching in the YMCAs of, of other men on how to, how to be better men, how to, how to follow God, and God will make you a, more than a conqueror. He'll make you more than a better father. He'll make you an amazing daddy. And, um, you know, so as my kids get to come home, then we get a letter from my prosecutor um, two days ago. And I wasn't supposed to be able to come home because of my relapse until December of this year. And um, the prosecutor granted me. Let's, I'm just going to say the Lord moved inside the Missouri, Missouri courtrooms. And uh, they let me go home to my family. <laughs> so... So God God is so faithful and so amazing. And you know what? The sober soldiers family is something extraordinary. It, there's there's things that happen inside these four walls, inside these meetings, inside them breakfast on Saturday mornings, inside the fellowship of of the East Side meetings, everything that we do, the events, the the meetings, the at-home barbecues, man, the Holy Spirit, I promise never is missing his invitation. He's there. He's there in everything we do, and it's, it's just so amazing that I get to be a part of it, and uh, I'm humbly thankful and grateful, not just for this family, but for God, man. It is a God that never gives up. He never gives up as many times as you fail. I went to prison five times, was headed on my sixth, and he, and he still showed up and let me know that, hey, I'm bigger than your problems. I'll hold to my part. Will you hold to yours? And uh, so here I am, man, and, uh, and I'm loving life, and I'm, I'm loving my wife, and I love this family. And um, thank you guys for letting me share.
5: All right, I'm Shayla. I'm in recovery. I have a 287 days. So as Shane said, our kids just came home Monday. And okay, so rewind to a year ago. I hadn't relapsed yet. I still had the kids. But I was isolated. Uh, overwhelmed and just depressed. Like, that's how I was doing my parenting life. So now with the kids coming home, what's different this time is, one, recovery. Two, I have a village that I found here, and it takes a village to raise those kids, and not just a village as in, like, pawn my kids off, go to the babysitter, I'm going to do what I want. Like, people that pray for you and, like, support you and your family all around. I don't want to i I didn't sleep very well last night because of baby, but... (laughs) But yeah, like, that do things with your family, like all the aunts and uncles for my kids in this room, like it's beautiful. And that makes the world a difference in my life. Or even just the friends that like uplift us when we're struggling and like just need to vent about stuff. Like, I'm not just sitting there facing it on my own anymore. And so, I love you all.
6: I'm Allie. I have six years, four months, and 14 days. So, God has moved a few nuns. Um,
7: I get the opportunity to be a mother again. Yes. Six years ago, I went through a domestic. Was actually forced to use methamphetamine, and he just took my daughter from me. <laughs> God <I split> has <laughs> put this amazing man in my life and gave me the opportunity to start over.
8: <laughs> uh,
5: I,
9: yeah. Love, you, <laughs> Love you, Ollie.
8: Love you,
9: My name is Brett. I'm in recovery. Hey, I uh, am clean since March 7th of this year. <laughs> so I think it's like 122 days or something like that. I don't want to get on my phone to find out. So, um, Man, I love, I love the Lord, and I love Sober Soldiers, man. Sober Soldiers is, uh, it's definitely uh, was a ready change I needed in my recovery. I had failed in other um, recovery groups and programs. Now, whether they failed me or I failed them, it, it doesn't even really matter anymore, you know. What, what What's important is is that I found this group called Sober Soldiers where recovery didn't become like a checklist for me of things I had to do or things I should do, you know. It, it became a family for me, you know, and what a new aspect and much-needed aspect of recovery that I needed in my life, you know. I came here March 7th to one of the, this church, and uh, I had one. it was my first day clean, and... Uh, I was pretty messed up. I was feeling pretty much in all aspects of my life. I, I'm on parole. I um, thought I was probably going back to prison. I was failing as a husband. I didn't have a job. Um, my wife is pregnant, and I had all these things stacked against me. But um, my Lord showed me something else that I, I could be a part of. And uh, today, what that looks like in a really short span of time, by putting God in recovery first, you know, I used to always, you know, I used to see that saying, God in recovery first, and I thought, yeah, but what about my family, or, or what about this first, or what about that relationship first, you know, because in my experience, in, in just a little over four months is when I, I make progress in putting God in recovery first in my life, all that other stuff comes back better than it ever was before, you know what I mean, and that's the blessing of the Lord in my life, so... Uh, Um, I started out at the uh, recovery house uh, in the last couple weeks. I was able to, you know, not only did God restore all that, you know, he also helped me with some goals to save some money, you know, and, you know, my wife's pregnant and we're due in about three and a half, four weeks, and, uh, you know, I was able to get a two-bedroom apartment and and be that man that I never thought I could, you know, and uh, it's just amazing, you know, and. And I'm just I'm grateful to God for that, and I'm grateful to Sober Soldiers for showing me how to get there, you know, and that's, to me, that's what Sober Soldiers is. <laughs> to me, that's what Sober Soldiers is. Sober Soldiers isn't my solution. They're like a hub that says, what can we do to help you in your recovery, you know, and that was a new, that was a new idea for me, and uh, I'm just really grateful TJ and Cody took a chance on me. Um, they didn't know me from Jack, you know what I mean? Um, Pat helped me a lot get in the house, you know, and uh, just things fell into place right when they f- were, love you, I love you too, Pat, and thing, things fell into place right with the way they were supposed to fall into place, seconds and inches in my life, you know, and that's what my life's always been is seconds and inches, you know, so uh, I can't think, of, I'm just, I'm grateful for this church and sober soldiers being here, um, I don't know where I'd be today without it, I don't even want to think where I'd be without it, and I love you all, God bless.
3: Hi, I'm Lorinda. I have two years, four months, two weeks, five days.
10: Hi, I'm Appy. I've been in recovery for 43 days. Um, thank you. And praise God for this, this time around for really having that moment of surrender when I was in Polk County Jail. Thank you, Red. And <laughs> <what I> <laughs> <laughs> um, And truly just, even though I went back out there for a minute, I didn't want any part of it. So I went to C.F.R. I I, I finally did the treatment I was required to do. Um, and I'm now at the Bernie Lorenz house. And um, they closed my case a couple weeks ago. I'm able to have my yeah. son in my hand again when I'm ready. And along the way, <laughs> the biggest blessing in this recovery has been this family um, for accepting me and my boyfriend Chris. We we came to DJ and Cody; he needed somewhere to be. He needed to be out of his dad's house, um, otherwise his relapse was going to continue. And they welcomed him into the recovery home, and just kind of nurtured his recovery and looked out for him until he was able to go to CFR, where he is now, for his inpatient treatment. Um, And my son, man, he loved coming to the Fourth of July picnic. He says, Mom, I think I'm popular here. but that's just the best thing because you know he's always kind of the underdog and kind of you know just wonders and fits in where he does but here he just lit up and you you could tell he just felt so at home with everyone um it truly does take a village and i've believed that since the moment i found out i was pregnant with my son because i knew we were going to be facing some stuff um and i'm so glad to have found this village too
11: I'm red. I'm in recovery only by the grace of God and the living Christ. I have 224 days sober today and for me that is a miracle. You know 42 years of anger, hurt, pain, shame, and guilt is what I was facing and it all came out in one night and and I cried out to God I didn't know I was crying out to God that night Cause i didn't know god i had 42 years of being sinfully unaware of god's will and i cried out to god that night and i had worked with this man for six years that three and a half years ago he started this thing and not once when i was trying to quit drinking did i ever think about getting a hold of tj <laughs> that night i sent a text the next night i was at my first sober soldiers meeting yes. And I can tell you when I walked through those doors, these doors here, I knew I'd never drink again. Because God didn't just take away the anger, pain, shame, and guilt and move that mountain. He replaced it with love, empathy, compassion, things that are not of me. You know, when I walked in these doors, I was so broken that that was the brokenness that God knew it was going to take for me to come to his arms. And when I walked into Sober Soldiers, it was like walking into triage. I had a broken heart, and they put a, a you know, tourniquet on my heart, and they stopped the bleeding. They put a stint on there to make sure that it was going to be okay, but it took God to heal it, you know, and then, so this became my hospital, and a few months after getting sober, I was baptized right up in the front of there, yeah. and, that's, and that's when my story became a testimony that day. That's when all the shame and guilt was really washed from my life and said, you know what? God bless the broken road, because that's that's what got me here. That's what's going to lead me to, to to be a fisher of men, to bring more people into these into your loving arms. You know, so I am so grateful for all the trials and tribulations, the mountains that that God has let me sit on, and the valleys that He let me walk through that are no longer dark; they're lush. And that's what God does for me. He he. he gave me a heart transplant. He lets me see the beauty that once was dark and ugly. And uh, I am so grateful for not only sober soldiers, but for West Des Moines Open Bible. You know, all glory to God.
12: Hi, everyone. I'm Amelia, and um Thanks to an app last night that I downloaded on my phone, which now I realize is how everybody's been counting down the seconds and the minutes <laughs> and all that. Thanks for making me aware, everybody. Uh, I have five months and three days today. Uh, I was a terribly, terribly broken person. I was completely dead inside. Um, and I had begged God to take me off of my roller coaster ride several times. Several times I tried to end my life. Um, I ended up with a DUI instead, sitting in a jail cell, and then got out of there, relapsed again, and decided that, okay, so maybe I don't want to die. Maybe I want to try to get this right for the first time in my life. And that's when I went to uh, get my evaluation done so that I could go to CFR. Uh, As some people know, it's called Prelude CFR. uh, Mecca it used to be, too. Um, And sober soldiers, women, came in there and spoke to us. CJ's story influenced me in a way that I can't even describe to any of you. Um, I had secrets from my childhood uh, growing up with sexual molestation and incest, physical abuse, mental abuse, anything that you could think of. Um, And um, it wasn't until I I did get a chance to meet other strong women that could look other women in their eyes and their faces and they could talk about their trauma that I was able to let some of that trauma go myself and talk to it, talk to God about it. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Jesus. Um, shortly after that, I started coming to Sober Soldiers meetings. Um, a lot of us, we go back into CFR and do meetings for other women there. So usually that's a, something that we, you don't get to do until you're at least six months sober. But as part of my recovery, as I explained to my staff member, that is what helps me is by helping other people. That keeps me responsible, that keeps me accountable, and that keeps me moving forward. And now God does compel me a lot. When he tells me to go, I go. When he tells me to move, I move. When he tells me to sit down and be quiet, I sit down and be quiet. I listen to him. And everything that he does for me in everyday life, I've started to recognize as being him and exactly him. And I love him so much. He is so faithful and wonderful. And if you need a father because you don't have one, he is the best father you could ever have in your entire life. And I love all of you. And I just want to thank all the people of this church right now for being here today. I know that you guys are here supporting us and your church, and so hopefully that we can pass something on to you guys today too. Love y'all.
6: Hi, my name is Sean. I'm in recovery. Hi, I don't do very good with this microphone, but and uh, I didn't open my I didn't open my phone to look at the app. But I have uh, like eight and a half months clean from heroin and. All right. Thank you. And six months clean from meth. Um, I guess I could say that uh, the beginning of October last year, I was dead on the floor of my storage unit. OD'd. Um, I was lucky enough to get an arcana brought back. Two weeks later, I was in jail after I had a really rough year uh, last year. Um, I had the three or four deaths right in a row, including my boyfriend, who took his own life on my 1st last year. But anyways, um, so... I just realized when I got to jail and I was about a week clean that, um, what am I doing? You know, (laughs) like now I'm sober, now I'm in jail and I'm facing all this jail time. I should have just got sober when I was outside, but, so I gave my life to Jesus at that point. Um, I had to let Jesus take the wheel, which has been a great thing. Um, everything in my life has been just falling into place thereafter, including all of this, uh, I'm not from here. I'm. I came here from Dubuque. I'm not from Dubuque. either, I don't claim to be from Dubuque, but <laughs> I did come here from Dubuque. And uh, we don't have anything like this back back there. Uh, there's no community uh, recovery community. There's no really support. Um, and I was just recently back there to go to court, and I thought to myself, as I guys isolated myself from most of the people there um with the people i did see was short lived but i was realizing that if i were to still live there i would not i wouldn't still be clean i wouldn't be able to stay clean um and it's because of coming here I'm, god brought me here um silver soldiers cfr uh all of it you know um so i just really i just, all glory to god and i do have to thank god for all of this so and thank you guys silver soldiers yep. That I'll pass.
13: Love you, girl.
14: Good morning, church. I'm Robert, and I'm in recovery. Man, worship this morning. Can you feel God's presence this morning? Oh, my God. He's moving mountains right there, you know. We got a dance floor out here this morning. It was wonderful. I was like, I was like today's my day, right? So, but, um, no, I, so I, I, I got 547 days today, okay? And... What you know? I want to just share how God's, what what God's kind of mountains He's moving in my life, man. Because you know, a few years ago, I was a head banging, devil horn raising, you know, out of control drug addict. Okay, and I I was that for 29 years. And um, you know, I finally broke down. The drug world and the life that I was living finally broke me down to the point that I was on my knees crying like a little girl in my bedroom begging God, please, Father God, just help me, okay? Because that's how real it was, you know? And uh, today, man, it's just been one blessing after another because once I asked God to come and invite him into my life, I got up and I did something about it, you know? Um, He put the right people in front of me on Facebook that introduced me to Sober Soldiers, right? And I'm like, all right, you know what? I've been to AA. I've been to NA. You know, I, I've done all these programs, you know, and um, they didn't work for me. And uh, so I was like, you know, I'll try the Sober Soldiers thing. Like, I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was like some military thing or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, So when I showed up to my first meeting here, it was in this beautiful little church, man. I'm like, Cause from the outside, it's like, oh, look at this little tiny place. It's not like your normal big church on the corner where thousands of people go. I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect, man. You know, I'm like, so I walk up in here, and that, that's when I jumped head first and like, this is who I am. This is where I come from. I need help, and uh, this family just opened their arms up to me, man, and and uh, it's just it was just a blessing. Then I then I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna come to this church. You know, God opened that door for church. And today I am part of this church family as well. You know, like I'm a member of this church. And you know, we have signups coming on, and I and I suggest you guys get involved because that's how this thing works. That's how sober soldiers work. That's how West Des Moines Open Bible works. We're a community. We're a family. And together we'll strive. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there's nothing that's gonna stop us, you know. Even if we, you know, fail and come back, you know, like it happened to me. I relapsed a year and a half ago, but I came right back, and this door was wide open for me, and I'm still rocking recovery to this day. You know what I'm saying? And uh, um, I just, you know, it's like God took the, God took the mean streak out of me, took the, took the devil out of me, and put a big dork stamp on my forehead, you know? <laughs> For real, like today, like I get to be goofy in my sobriety. I get to, you know, dance and raise my hands and worship because, you know what? I don't care what people think, you know, and and when I when I'm able to express my love to God, other people are like, you know what? look at Robert, dude. If he can do it, so can I, you know? So that, 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 you know what I mean? So that's the kind of love God's placed in my heart. And that's how God's moving mountains in my life. And I get to go out with the sober soldiers. Like I remember one time TJ asked me, he's like, so are you going to go to a CFR meeting? I'm like, oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. He's like, you need to pay it forward. You straight up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, yep. I'm like, okay, God, all right. <laughs> no, but he was, he was being for real because that's what we need to do. And I needed that. I needed TJ to be like, look, bro, you need to pay that forward, you know, because that's how this thing works. So I got out of my comfort zone and I, and I was like, all right, I'll go to the CFR thing, right? And man, what a blessing that, to be able to be a part of that. Oh, God. And then last weekend, if I could share this, Leon, you got a nephew in there. Oh my God. I was like, bro, I was like, your Uncle Leon, right? He that dude's hopping for Jesus, bro. He's gonna slap the Holy Spirit into you, bud. For real. And, and and you know what he said? He says, I can't wait. You know? And that's just the miracles I get to see, the mountains I get to see moved, the blessings that I get to see in this family, dude. It's just like it's just a blessing. But anyway, I'll get off this mic and I'll pass it. So Yeah. Thanks for coming, everyone. Um, I just, it's just a blessing. I just want you all, I love you all. Seriously. Okay.
15: Um, my name's Sue. I live down the street in uh, uh, senior housing. And uh, I didn't know that I was going to say anything here, but... Um, I got saved when I was 12 years old on a farm, familiar with Dallas and Guthrie County. Um, I was married for a long time and had abuse in my marriage and the Lord got me out of it. Um, um, my mental health uh, suffered and uh, I'm a part of Optimae. Um, I'm still married to my husband of my second husband. Um, I don't know what's going to happen there, but the Lord does. I was welcomed here. Uh, I was going to a church across town. Didn't have a car. Had to rely on other people. And the Lord brought me down here. I just walked here. I continue to walk back and forth. I've been able to be a part of the Monday noon prayer group, which has been a wonderful thing the Lord's answering prayers and this is one of them and so I give glory to the Lord I'm able to play the piano every weekday morning waiting for the Valley Junction Senior Center where I'm being able to play occasionally with a guy with a clarinet we may do it again praise God for what he's done
16: morning everyone my name is Joyce uh, <laughs> um, I'm a widow for almost four years now and uh, when I came to this church um, it was I think last year it's been a year since I've been coming to this church I'm, I'm so blessed and hearing all your testimonies is so humbling you know um, I'm always praying for people like you and um yeah thank you (laughs) yeah and so uh, i'm just uh it's just so humbling you know just uh, being uh i may not be i may haven't been uh doing what you've been doing you know i haven't been on drugs or something but every day i humble myself before the lord because as a human being, I also have struggles, I have trials, everything that, you know. <laughs> but, you know, God is so good, he's so faithful, and I'm so grateful that I'm in this church. And I may be a member soon. <laughs> yeah, I'll be a member because I already registered, you know. So thank you, and uh, I'll be praying for you all the day. All, all, every day, I mean. <laughs> thank you.
10: Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm in recovery. Um, God is amazing. Um, I remember my first sober soldier meeting. I did not want to be here at all. Not one, bit. nope, nope. But there was just something that was contagious. I don't know. I was like, man, maybe I'll go back there. Okay, I'll go back. You know, and Rachel hugging me. Me, God made me like her, too. <laughs> i like, I really, but uh, yeah, so God just works miracles, you know, Um I have, well, you know, like nothing's went my way, but um, I still am faithful to him. You know, I lost my kids, but we're all still alive and uh, he's still working miracles. So that's all I got. I love you all.
14: Thanks. Love you,
0: Jerry. My name's Tony, I'm in recovery. Four and a half years. I'm going to keep mine short so we can get as many people as we can, but the miracles he worked in my life is I was facing 101 years in 2019 for some checks and stuff, and uh, my attorney came to me and, you know, they offered me a plea deal for 41. I'm like, I'll sign it. Let's go. And uh, knowing I was going to prison, my son was a month old. Uh, he would be four in two weeks, but he was a month old. And when I went in front of the judge, uh, the judge suspended it and sent me to Fort Des Moines. So that was huge for me. That started my whole journey. You know, I had given up knowing I was going to prison, back to prison. And uh, he looked at my past. I had, been, I had been out of trouble for 10 years and took that into account and suspended my entire 41-year sentence. So, that's why he's done for me. It was fantastic.
3: I was there. I
17: was. My name's Angie, and I'm a supporter of recovery. And God is moving mountains in my life. First of all, um, he gave me back my husband. Um, he also gave me this church. Um, with this church, before this church, he gave me T.J. Vasquez and his family, and which gave me Sober Soldiers. But before that, it gave me Emmy. and gave my husband and I, Emmeline. Um, a lot of you don't know our backstory there. Someday I'll share it. But um, God and others gave us this beautiful blessing. And a part of that beautiful blessing— um, Her story is just like the rest of yours, and um, TJ, you've been a big part of that story, and you helped bring God into my life, along with your mom and your grams, and this church has been nothing but a blessing to my life, and to my husband's life, into Emmy's life. Um, I can't be more thankful for it. It saved my life in more than one way. Um... I have gone through a lot in my life um, over the last 10 years with this one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, But I'm just so grateful to have Jesus and thanking him every single day for the life that he gives me today. Um, Next week um, is going to be the anniversary of my son's death. And I don't worry about it anymore. It's just another day that Um, instead of looking at it as, yuck, like I've always looked at it as, I look at it as um, July 14th, instead of July 14th. So, God has done that to me. Um, I've prayed for him to take that away from me, and to me, that is a huge mountain um, for him to be able to remove that from me. And so, for that, I'm thankful. And Pastor Ben and Lola, I don't know where Lola's at, but oh, well, wherever she's at um I can't be more thankful to them as well. Um, they took <laughs> something happened in our lives as well i just this this church again, I mean, you know, there are four walls, and what t j said it doesn't take the four walls either. it takes us as two, but um november twenty second our my life changed upside down and Um, I got in my car, and I don't know how I got here, but Jesus drove me here. I swear to goodness, Jesus drove me to this church, (laughs) and Pastor Ben was here with some man I'd never seen before, I think, and he was hanging that TV, and I had never talked to Pastor Ben before, and I spilled my life out to him, and Lola came over, and I just had never felt so much love, and I just know that God brought me back into this church again, and This is my home, and I know that I am safe here, and Sober Soldiers, TJ, Grahams, Patty, y'all did that to me, and I appreciate that, and I love you, and I love everybody in here. I'm so grateful to be able to be a part of Sober Soldiers from the beginning, before the beginning, through it all. I'll never stop being the biggest supporter of you all. So with that, Chris, I love you. I love all of you. I love my women. a sobered soldierette, you know, I'm just so happy. So God's done that to all of us. And if we just lean on him and we forgive ourselves, remember the blessings just keep coming once you let go. So
18: just keep doing that. And with that, I'll pass to my husband.
14: Thank you, Angie.
18: My name's Leon. I'm in recovery. And by the grace of God, I have 226 days sober. So 226 or 227 days ago, um. about 22 years of prison time under my belt. I had overdosed on heroin. Um, I shouldn't be alive. I was a non-believer. <laughs> I did not believe in God. I never came up in the church. None of that. My life was riddled with tragedy and abuse and use and you name it. It was horrible. But by the grace of God, I was saved and... Uh, I went, instead of prison, they said, we'll send you to Prairie Ridge Treatment, and I went to treatment, and while I was at treatment, I had a spiritual awakening where God told me, you're worthy, just forgive yourself, because I forgive you. And it all started there. And I was calling home from Prairie Ridge, and my wife started telling me about how there was people out here that wanted to be a friend to me, that wanted to support me. And I suffer from social anxiety, people. This is not me right here, because I can't do this, but God has allowed it to happen. After coming out of treatment, on April 16th, I went to, I went to Eternity Church, and I, had, I was supposed to get baptized here, but I had backed out, because I told my wife, I don't know what it consists of. I don't know if I'm ready for that type of commitment, so no. And I went to eternity just because they were having baptism there to watch it. And I started to pray to God and people listened to me. Jesus Christ spoke right to me. The Holy Spirit came upon me and he told me, all you have to do is get baptized. Your war will be over and all you have to do is go out there and tell people. And I'm here to tell you people, Jesus Christ is the real deal. Since then, a lot has happened in my life. Since then, a lot more has happened in my life. I'm a hardworking, faithful, committed husband to my marriage. I'm a good dad. I got both of my daughters back in my life. And I'll tell you why I know I'm a good dad. For the first time I spent my birthday with Emmy and a few days ago driving down the street, she said dad, you're a superhero people. God is good. I love you all. Thank you.
8: My name's Maggie, and I have five months today in recovery. Um, God has done so many things for me, just real quickly on me. Um, I was a mother at 11. I buried my first child at 13. I gave up a child, and I was blessed with an angel 27 years ago, my daughter. and my spiritual awakening was a year ago. I was in a trap house, and I was going to go home. I called my mom. I was done. I want to come home. And someone had stole money from someone in this home, and the person thought it was me. And I was bent over my bag. I was getting ready to leave. I was excited to go home for Thanksgiving. And out of nowhere, he busted me in my face with a gun. In that short time, I was in the labor delivery room giving birth to my child in that short time. And that just brought me back. And that was my wake up that I was done. And um, I remember I texted TJ because I've known Betty since I was 12. And I reached out and I reached out to my family and my brother who's my rock. And I said, I'm done. I just I need to move away. I need to be done. And by the grace of God, they listened to me. I now have a beautiful two bedroom home that I worked for. I am out of a domestic, a relationship of six and a half years. I have my daughter, my grandson, my mother, and my brother back in my life. I have sober soldiers. And I'm so blessed to have all of you in my life. I really am. So, thank you.
2: Tony Vasquez, anointed warrior for Jesus Christ. Um, 39 days. let's see i was a liar a thief i like to uh, refer my life to the three crosses where there's a thief and all and god said uh don't worry you'll be forgiven you'll be in paradise with me and i continue just to surrender daily to trust in him i know my story's not over it has just begun and um i just have to keep fighting that good fight and keep on walking with him and his level never fell or, you know, just never give up on me. He never gave up on me. He stuck with me through thick and thin, and he'll continue to be there till my last breath and never after. But as I keep going, I know he's a good, good father. With that, I'm Tony Vasquez. I'm out.
11: Peace. All right, guys. Uh, we could do this until next Tuesday. Uh, so we're coming to kind of my favorite part where I call Mercy Minutes, Welcome to the Family. Normally, this is where we get to know the new people. I see a lot of faces that I don't see on Thursday. We'll do things a little different. I'm just going to kind of jump around, get some uh, words of wisdom. Here some people. If you don't want to say anything, just, just let us know your name.
13: I wonder why they came over here. Yeah, I've only been around here since they built the building. I'm Dwayne. I'm not in recovery, but I have been blessed my whole life. I've had some rough spots. Most of you know it, but I don't want to go there today. Well, I'll tell a little bit of it. I lost my oldest son and his wife in an automobile accident by a drunk driver. That, that happened in September or October last fall. So Dave lost his brother. I lost my son. My wife has dementia. She's in a home. So you see, I have a different thing to work with than you folks that that are in. I'm in recovery as well, a different type of recovery. But the two words that come to my mind when I first started hearing all you folks was prayer works. And I've heard this all over this morning that prayer works. I don't give a rip. I'm 89 years old and prayer still works.
19: Hey guys, I'm DDM I'm in recovery. And I looked on my little phone, too, uh, that I've got, let's see, three years, eight months, and six days. And, you know, most of you guys know my story. Um, you know, I've been walking with the Lord since I was five years old, but had a whole lot of brokenness in my life and abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, you name it, and um, ended up I grew up in this church. I I got a picture of me as an angel in the Christmas program all the way back then. And uh, my grandma brought me to church here and and taught me about Jesus. And and here's the thing Um, I got sober, I met my husband, I got healed. God began to call us out into ministry. And I was sober for 13 years. And then we went through a hard season. And I made a stupid decision and I don't know who needs to hear this today but I thought that I had had so much healing in my life I'd been in ministry for so long that now I was healed and I could go ahead and socially drink again that it would probably be okay and you know what it was okay I was deceived it was okay until it wasn't okay and after about three or four years uh, you know you I, I describe it this way you can kind of stand tall and handle the hurt the, the waves when they're two or three feet You can even kind of stand still if you steal yourself for a six-foot wave. But when a hurricane hits your life, all bets are off. And a hurricane hit my life in, in 2018 and 2019. And my daughter quit talking to me. She was in a toxic relationship for a year. We were very close. And my two best friends for 30 years passed away of cancer within two months of each other. And I fell, and I fell hard. And I was ashamed, and I stayed there for a while. Because I was a pastor. I should know better. I'm a leader. I've been a Christian a long time, but I still fell. And you know what? My, my, my wisdom about that is that I got away from recovery. I got to thinking, because that's what happens to us, right? We get sober, and we get five months, six months, a year, and life happens. We start getting things back. We start getting our family back, and our friends, and our reputation. And God starts progressing us, and we get too busy for recovery. And my admonition is don't get too busy for recovery, you guys. I may be missing a little here and there, but I am always at at least one recovery meeting a week because I know that when I get away from recovery, I would like to think that, you know, so many years ago when I decided it would be a good uh, idea to social drink again, that if I were in this community, I'd have a couple of friends that would wrap me upside the head (laughs) and say, no, that is not a good idea. And so, you know, that's kind of my testimony is you know, that um, i got to stay around recovery. Because for me, and I think all of us with this struggle, um, I, it may take five days, five months, five years, or 15, but I'm always going to end up at that pit again with alcohol and drugs, and so I can never drink. You know, I can never drink. I can never use again. So with that, I love you guys. I'm so proud of everything. The testimonies make me cry. I just love you guys. Um,
20: I'm Nathan. I'm a recovering Pharisee.
13: <laughs> um, when Pastor Dan
14: was here, I, I can remember so often praying on a Wednesday night with Dwayne and uh, what, maybe four or five other people, brother? And you pray for God's blessing upon a congregation. And you never know how it's going to be answered. And this morning it showed me how it was answered.
7: Woo, water works. All right. I know I'm running out of Kleenex over here. Woo, you guys. I think I'm Lola, Lola, Lola. huge supporter of recovery. Um, Here's what I love so much about hearing testimonies. I love the saying that it ran in my family until it ran into me. Because we're all fighting to break chains so that our kids don't have to walk what we had to walk in. And all of the details of our stories might be a little bit different, but it takes a resilient people to not give up. It takes bold people to face facts. It takes courageous people to walk in something that's never been walked in in your family line before. And you guys are doing it. We're doing it. And so I just, um, I feel very honored to hear your stories. And um, God's just good. He's good. He's kind. He's so kind. I was telling Cody on the other side of the room this morning that God's kindness, it doesn't just, it's not just contained in us. But when we hit breakthrough, after breakthrough, after breakthrough, it touches everyone we're in community with. And it sets our generational line free to experience God in ways that our parents never knew about. So I just, man, hats off to us all for walking the hard walk and establishing ourselves in the now, not what was. We're not a victim to our story, we're conquerors, amen?
11: Got something on my heart here just that I think this young man needs to share. Yeah, I'm going to
20: leave those right there, bro. All right, um, I am Chris Hoffman, and I have two days clean. Struggled for 24 years now with uh, drugs and alcohol, trying to drown this thing that, that's inside of me, this thing this thing that wants to uh, be everything that God isn't. It wants to be selfish, self-seeking. It wants to lie, manipulate, and do all of these things. Um, I always get to a point, it seems like, in life where I'm about to break through. I'm about to achieve something really good. And then because of the fact that... Um, I don't want to feel uh the loss of not having it. I decided to just self-sabotage. And um I had I had 11 months of solid recovery. Um and I think that I think that's what was happening inside of me. Um but through every through everything I've gone through in life, um God has taken care of me. You know, I've always I've always had a a place to go, a food in my belly. Um and Look around. I mean, I have all of you guys in this room. Every, I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Here, here's a little, here's a little testimony of how good God is. Um, so when I relapsed, right, I, I send texts out, uh, and and videos out to my mom, my dad, um, my brothers, people that are blood to me, right. Crickets. I haven't heard anything. Not one thing from any of them. But I make a post on Facebook, or uh reach out to people in this family and uh, 100 comments, 40, 40 comments. Uh, my messenger's just blowing up. I still have messages that I haven't been able to reply to yet because I needed sleep. Um, you know, but uh, so I guess, you know, it's just, I feel like what God is saying to me now is just like, it's it's okay to stop running. Like, you're home. You're home. Th- this, this idea... This idea that I've had in my, in my heart of, uh, of people that I could have forever, you know, until God takes them back. This thing, this idea that I've had in my heart of just family and brothers and people that when they say, hey, I love you, they really mean it. And, I, and, and uh, for the first time in my life, I really want to believe that. I really want to believe that, you know, and... Um, Cor- correct. And so, uh, you know, I'm still I'm on I'm on day two. I'm still not back to uh, normal, regular Chris, but I do want to say that I love everybody in this room. You know, and. Um if you if you're struggling reach out that's, that's the number one thing that i that I didn't do. Uh, the enemy, the devil wants to tell you to hide that what you have uh, that, that's, that that the struggle that you're going through is nasty and people are going to say things about it and uh, they're going to judge you and that it makes you uh abnormal, but it, it doesn't and so I just uh, I pray that for everybody right now that if you are struggling with something, just tell somebody I had a hundred people I could have talked to and I'd and for some reason I just felt like I couldn't. So uh, with that, that's that's what I have, two days clean.
11: All right. uh, If you didn't get a chance to share, please get on the Facebook page. If you're not on Sober Soldiers' Facebook page, please join. You never know what you have to say might save a life. Uh, We like to close this. Let's circle up in one big circle, though. You're going to have to get on the outside of the room. We want to see each other's beautiful faces as we pray this out.